Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Startup CEO Podcast. Super excited to be here on Freedom Friday, Finance Friday, right? Let's get them Friday. What's up, guys? So listen, before we go into the weekend, understand that you have to become a weekend warrior. And I want to talk about, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs want to know what it looks like on a day-to-day basis. What does the grind really look like? You know, this is some things I share with my team, and um, I, I, I continue to press forward on to make sure that, that we have an overstanding on the level of activity that you got to put in with your business. So the first thing I want to talk about today is, is really about, I want to say about four things, maybe four, maybe five things that I want to talk about that I, I, I do on a regular, and it's all about mastering these five things. So the first thing I want to talk about today is content, right? If you're an entrepreneur and you're <laughs> – you got to understand this is the 21st century. If you're not online, you really don't have a business. Like the problem with most entrepreneurs is they're dealing with obscurity. Obscurity means you can't break out of the noise. You got to understand there's, there's 900 million posts a day on social media. 900 million posts a day on social media. And if you're not posting – why would anybody even take you serious in the world that we live in? So it don't matter if you're old school and, you know, I don't, you don't like technology. That's just something you made up. It's either you want to be successful or not. The world is on social media today. So what you have to start doing is you got to be consistent and you got to be conscious about creating content. The money is in the content. Con- you know, we talk about cash is this and credit is that. In today's world, content is king. Why? Because we live in a digital space. Bill Gates said if you don't have a website, if you don't have a digital footprint, you don't really have a business. And I totally agree. Guys, listen, you got to know how serious content is. What I, what I want you to understand is that words sell people. It's called sale copy. I was sitting down with one of my brothers, and uh, his whole role is to create sale copies for businesses. See, he knows how to structure words and verbiage and communication and characters and, and, and digital format. When you're reading something, you're writing something, right? He writes in such a way where it helps you to conceptualize everything and buy it online. This is why you hear the word digital advertisement, right? There's certain ads that people run that comes with scripts and comes with with the way they shape their wording that you don't have to get on the phone with nobody. You just buy it right online. See, the new commercials is not on TV. They're on social media. So you got to understand that content is king. And what I mean by that is I want to talk about some things that you have to conceptualize about content. The first thing I want you to talk about and want you to talk about, first thing I want to talk about this morning, and I want you to talk back to me, is, Coach, when do I post? When, when, when should I post online? Guys, I like to start my posts. You got to know your audience, right? And after doing this for years, you know, I like to get posts out about four to five times a day on my social media. Now, some of you guys may say, you're doing too much. And that's okay. Totally agree. Right? Or the question may be, are, are you doing enough? See, now, what I'm about to tell you is not for everybody. 
right? It's for people that obsess with generating leads. So understanding, I want to be known. So my strategy and my formula may be different than the average person. But remember, do you want to be obsessed about winning or do you want to be average? So we got to start doing things that makes us uncomfortable so that we can have some results we never had. So I like to post every four hours. So what that looks like, three to four hours, so what that looks like on social media, my first post might be at 7.30 a.m. Why? Because I know most people are waking up and the first thing they check is social media. So I want to be coming down their timeline. I want to be the first thing on their mind, so a 7.30 post. Then, because of the algorithm, I'll come back and post four hours later, 11.30. I'm not going to post at 7.30, then post again at 7.35. Why? Because the algorithm, like, people, this is not Twitter. This is Facebook. Some people have a Twitter finger on Instagram and Facebook, and it's not going to work. So what you have to understand is you want to give your post three to four hours in between so that the algorithm can pick up, people can see your first post, because if you post too close to each other, they're not going to be able to see the post, okay? It's too close. They, they, it, won't, it, won't, it won't trigger an algorithm. So you want to give some space out. Plus, why would you need to post every five minutes? You're not creating good enough content if you've got to post every seven minutes. So every, every three to four hours, so 7.30 I like to post, and I have alarms set for this, right, depending on if I'm in meetings, right, and I'm going to talk about content calendar. So, so 7.30 a.m., like 10.30 a.m., 1.30 p.m., 4.30, and then maybe a 7.30 or late tonight, 10.30 if I'm up. So I'm spreading it out every three to four hours on Facebook, right? Now you may be saying, I don't even know what to talk about. I get it. We're going to talk about that, right? But as far as your content, the whole goal is to be frequent, consistent, and repetitive. So when I'm frequent, I'm posting all day. I'm posting. I'm, I'm banging online. I'm getting in people's face. I'm, I'm, I'm in my stories. People watching my stories. They're reading my content on my page. I'm dropping videos. I'm, I'm staying in your face because guess what? After you drop your content, there's 899 million posts coming behind you. Why would somebody remember what you just posted three hours ago? You might only post once a day. So if you're not frequent enough, they're going to forget you. I said this on one of my uh, videos outside. I was walking, getting on my walk, and I said, listen, how many times have you been to the store, buy something, and then realize when you get home you already had it in the house? Like you got two, three out of these objects, and every time you go out, like, I need this, come home, like, dang, I already have five of these. You done forgot you had it at the house. So guess what? People are going to forget if you're not frequent. People are going to forget what you do for a living. They're going to forget what type of business you got and what type of help that you, that you provide to the marketplace. What type of problems do you solve? So if you're not frequent, it's a game over. If you're not consistent, that means I'm consistently frequent every day. Every day I'm banging on them on social media. Not just every Monday and Thursday, not just every, every other Sunday. I'm frequently consistent. That means, uh, now, consistency makes you an expert. That means if I can just post every day, all day, I'm the expert in my industry. Guys, I wake up every day, and people tag me in a million things. 
Somebody come on Facebook and ask about business, they get tagged me in it. Somebody asks about motivation, I'm getting tagged in it. Somebody talk about business credit, I'm getting tagged in it. Somebody talk about sales, I'm getting tagged in it. Somebody talk about marketing and branding, I'm getting tagged in it. Somebody talk about coaching, I'm getting tagged in it. Mentorship. I'm getting tagged in it. Why? It's because people know what I do. And if you're not getting tagged in all of the 99 million posts that people are coming online and asking for, who do you know that has, who do you know that can help with, who do you know that have that, they don't know what you do. I got people and friends that tag me and stuff that's never supported me in my life. But that is support. That means they never reached out for my motivation. But they tag me on everybody else's post for when they ask, hey, who's motivated? Who's some dope people I should follow? And then they come tag me. Never bought nothing from me. And that's, see, it's not about who I know. It's about who knows me. So you got you to gotta get, you got to bang online. Right now, you can switch this content up with Facebook Lives. You can record a video and post it. You can do a picture with a post. You can do just text, right? So, so you can switch it up in four or five different formats. Text, picture, video, live. Text, picture, video, live. Text, picture, video, live. Y'all will get to work today. You're going to be like, text. Picture, video, live. <laughs> you're going to get home tonight. Y'all going to be ready for going out tonight. Y'all be like, you know what? Text, picture, video, live. That's all it takes. And then you can consistently do that over a period of time. You're going to become the expert in your industry. So listen to me. What, what is Coach focused on all the time? Content. Why? Because content generates leads. Are you with me? Now, that's why I post. That's how to post. Why do I post? It's because people have two different types of beliefs. They have an internal belief and an external belief about whatever product that you're selling. So the internal belief is they don't believe that they can actually do what you're saying. So if you can help people get into real estate, an internal negative belief is hey, I don't believe I have money to get into real estate. I don't believe I can sell a house. So you got to create content that's going to help people overcome this negative internal belief about real estate. What do I mean? Well, you got to understand that in order for people to buy something or do something, you got to feel like doing it. How do, we, how do we make people feel like doing something? You help them change their perspective about it. You help them change their belief about it, right? And I, and I use this several examples regarding the gym. So put this in concept. If I change your perspective about the gym, you feel like going to the gym every day. Like yesterday was leg day. I didn't feel like going. So I had to make up a belief that, hey, the sexier I look, the better I feel, the better I produce. Boom. So leg day went so bad when I, felt, when, I, when I made up my mind that if I can get through this leg day, I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to look sexier. My suit's going to look even better. Um, next summertime, I'm going to be on the beach, and I'm going to be able to produce more. Oh, I feel like going today. But if my mindset is just, oh, it's cold outside, and leg day is the worst day, and I ain't going to be able to walk out the leg day, well, 
It ain't gonna be looking good for me today. I don't want to go in that pain. I ain't trying to feel. Who gonna feel like doing that? So it's all mental. So now if we understand that. Why in the H would you be online talking about what your dog did yesterday? I see people, all these entrepreneurs coming online. Hey, I went to a barbecue yesterday and I ate beans. <laughs> what? Like, what does that have to do with? Changing your customers' beliefs. Hey, my cousin did this, and um, yeah, that's what happened. How are people gonna buy your products and services when you never talk about them? On top of that, you never change people's perspective about your products and services, about the beliefs. So let's take it a step further. Okay, what is people's internal belief about investing? Well, you got an internal negative belief. Like people are going to say, well, my internal negative belief is that I'm afraid of losing money. So guess what? How are you going to give me invest if I'm afraid? You gotta, your content got to help me overcome my fear for me to feel like wanting to invest. Come on now. Come on now. Follow with me. Come on now. Let's get it. Now, outside of that, I might have another internal fear. I might, like, I might not even think I deserve to have a successful life. Because of my background, I grew up negativity. I grew up in the hood. I might even don't even deserve. I, I, I believe I can, I can have a seven-figure life and live in a mansion and do all those things. So your content should be inspiring. You should tell your story. It should be about transformation, not information. Are you with me? So, so you got to help us overcome our negative internal beliefs, and then you got to help us overcome our external beliefs. What's some what's some things outside of us that we believe is holding us back? So you'd be like, "Hey, people think that this the economy. The reason they have their external negative belief is I'm not going to invest right now because the economy is bad. <laughs> the gas prices are seven dollars." My job this and, you know, you know, the interest rates is this. But then you got to let people know. You got to change their belief. Hey, hey, excuse me, ma'am, sir, in your content, did y'all know that this is the best time to buy? Do you know that most millionaires are made in recessions? And so now their perspective is changing. But you got to demonstrate it. You got to show some data. You got to show other people getting wealthy. You got to show people getting rich. You got to show... People flipping and investing in houses and showing what your success is in the market. And you picked up this class in stocks and how you've been growing your money 6% and how you was able to flip this and you did that and you came back with this and now you got more money to do that. you got to demonstrate it. A lot of people online just giving promises. I can do this. I can do that. I got you with that and I'm cold at that. But you never demonstrate it. Are you with me? I told people. Hey, that's how you build business credit. These are the steps. People are like, you know, sounds good. Yeah, that's cool. Boom, brand new BMW X6. Inbox flooded. Coach, wait a minute. What? Hold on. Let me see. Well, uh, man, phone off the hook. Listen to him. I told y'all 90 days ago. We're about to build the business credit. Come on with it. Let's get it. This is what you want to do, right? This is important that you have this. This is what you want to do. Take these steps. Make sure you're structured up, right? Your foundation. That was all just, okay. 
Boom. Hey, damn. What I got to do to get my business credit lit up? So what I'm telling y'all is that, are you demonstrating? Hmm? Right, right. You just can't make the promises online. You got to demonstrate it with content. Content. <laughs> so you got to get help people get over their beliefs. They got to externally believe that the economy is messed up. It's out of time to buy it. And I can go online and find a picture of people making millions of dollars in a real in, in a down season right now. And I'm changing their beliefs. I'm traveling the world right now, having fun and living our best life, and we out every weekend. Where's the recession at? Listen to me. You know what? I'm going to go online today. I'm going to find a picture of the Louis Vuitton store. And the line is around the corner. Are you with me? You know, my brother called me and said, he said, man, Sunday, let's go spend $20,000 in a Louis store. <laughs> when you sit down to lunch yesterday, he's like, man, just close amazing deal. Let's go spend $20,000 at the Louis store. I'm like, man, look, I can get a belt. <laughs> look, 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 I'll get a belt, but, uh. Man, I'm, I'm I'm buying property right now. He, you know, he on a different level right now. You know, I go get a belt and stuff, but he on a different level. My point is, is that where's the recession at? People, I got people in my circle like they want to make fifty three thousand dollars a day for the next seventy days. Where's the recession at? So 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 when I go in the Louis store and I show my guys and 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 we doing this, then it's gonna prove to people that wait a minute, is this a recession or is it just some stuff I made up? So people got to start thinking like, damn, maybe I am wrong. Content. You got to change people's perspective with wording, with visuals, right, with, 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 with testimonies. So are you posting content on the regular to shift your audience beliefs? Now, what type of value should we be posting? It's all about how valuable you are in the marketplace. So there's four types of value. Number one, there's tactics. I talked about I talked about this before, but you got to make sure you implement it. Number one, there's tactics. What to do? That means you come online and tell people that they need to invest. You tell them what to do. Hey y'all, we're in a down economy right now. You need two streams of income. You need to invest. <laughs> That's basic, but it works. If I'm a fitness trainer. I'm telling people, hey. Man, you need to get in shape right now. You know, winter winter workouts create summer bodies. I'm telling people what to do. That's the lowest level of value. When you're just telling people what to do, it's like corporate America. They tell you what to do. Now, the second thing is strategy, and you tell people why and when to do it. Hey, right now, right now is the best time to invest. Because the market is down and, you know, everything is for sale right now in the United States. Strategy. I'm telling somebody to buy low and sell high. Giving them a strategy. Hey, listen to me. The reason why you need business credit right now is because boom, boom, bow, bow, bow. You need some extra leverage. You don't want to come out of pocket. And right now is the best time to turn your business credit into real estate. I'm telling them why to do it and when to do it. I'm giving strategies. That's the 
second level of value. The third is principles. Every morning I was just dropping Bible verses. For those who've been with me, I've related so much to the word. Right? Early on, I just scripture, 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 scriptures. Principle. So now listen, when I relate something to the Bible and I talk about investing, when God said, you know, plant your seeds, reaping and harvest, sowing and um, be fruitful and multiply. I'm talking about principles, how it works. This is why you can never go broke because the Bible says be fruitful and multiply. What does that mean exactly? Start a business. <laughs> Start a business. A lot of, like, some of the disciples were fishermen, and they all had occupations. Some of them was big businessmen. And they all with Not all of them, but some of them was big businessmen. So they was fruitful, they multiplied. And then they got this, <laughs> God backed it up with symbolism. That's what you got to understand about the word. Listen, symbolism in the word is we took two fish and a piece of bread and we fed thousands of people. That's symbolism. Be fruitful and multiply. I turned water into wine. Today we call it, I turned lemons into Lemonade. It's symbolism, y'all. Come on now. Principles. Right? Uh, uh, I was stuck in a burning furnace. Yeah, it's the process of entrepreneurship, of investing. Like you was on, you had to go through a process. A man lived in the belly of a whale. What would that be symbolism for? Like, like, like okay, okay, let's do this one. Noah had to prepare for the ark. He had to trust God's word that even in a land where there's no water, he had to prepare an ark and <laughs> have faith to endure the storm. And symbolism. Are y'all with me? Y'all kind of get my point. So, so, so here's the thing. Moses parted the, the, the Red Sea. That's symbolism. So, so you got to tell people how it works, principles. How, how does it work? That thing that you do, how does it relate to scripture? Hmm? The product that you have, the service that you have, is it investing? Is it consulting? Is it helping? Is it serving? How can we base that in principles? How does it work? So now you got people deep thinking on a deeper level like, damn. Oh, this sister's deep. Oh, this brother is different. Now you got to see the highest, the highest level is essence. When you really talk about why it works, it's when you're in, you in God mode, when you put it all together. So essence is when you put it all in the pot and, and you show people why it works. So at one time, when I wanted to turn my, like I wanted, I wanted to go over the top, remember I told you guys I was posting four times a day? So so what I would do was, this is a strategy for you guys, what I would do is I'll come with one post on tactics. I tell people what to do. Then my second post of the day, I'll come with strategy. Then I'll come with principles, and then I'll come with essence. If you read all four of my posts for the day, you probably be like, sheesh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how you coming. So, so my strategy would probably be text content. 
Then I come drop a video on what to do. Then I come drop principles on my live. And then I come talk about essence and picture form. You know, you, come on, you guys get the picture. So, so when I'm in full activity mode, I'm, I'm turning to my content. Now, listen to me. Have I been, uh, I'm just rating myself on a scale of 1 to 10 the last couple of weeks. I've, I've just been in memes, and I'm going to talk about that in memes. So uh, uh, this is content this morning. Every morning, I, I, this is content. But I've been super, I've been in the field lately. And I'm going to talk about that. So i got to bring back my savageness online to match my savageness in person. So the second thing I want to talk about today is conversations. The first one was content. The second one is conversations. Oh, man. Man, my days, listen to me, I cannot lie to y'all. Me and D, we used to be able to get to, me and D used to be able to get to a movie in one setting. That's just our thing. We, we love watching movies. Like, that's our, that's our, our relax and our downtime. Do y'all know it takes us five, maybe five to seven days now to watch a movie? So we'll watch it 15 minutes here. Then we'll do another 15 minutes. Then 15 minutes on Wednesday. Then another 20 minutes on Thursday. And the 15 minutes is just when we eat. Because as soon as we're done eating, we right back to work. I don't like, like, like I, I, I don't have the time. It's, it's tough. Then on Sundays, we, we promise ourselves we, we're going to watch this whole movie, and then all we end up doing is spending time with family and then preparing for the week. <laughs> and like, like, do you got an event Sunday now? I got an event Sunday now. So it's like, okay, do you got an event Saturday? I got I got stuff to do with the business Saturday. Okay, so so we tried to watch a movie. started two days ago. We about... <laughs> 15 minutes in. <laughs> you know why? It's because we're having a lot of conversations. Me and Keem is meeting with people. People are reaching out to us and saying, hey, I want to get into real estate development. And we sit down with them and we teach them. I got a Zoom call every Wednesday at 8 o'clock where we're helping people get in real estate for free, wholesaling. All right, every Wednesday we're on there for an hour. Guess what? I got to promote it. We got to create the content for it. We got to get the speakers for it. It's totally for free. People, like, listen to me, y'all. Y'all have no idea. Y'all got to get this, man. I'm having a lot of conversations. I'm on Zoom calls all day long. I'm in meetings all day long. I'm on the phone all day long. I'm in my. Come on now. We got to have more conversations. Conversations lead to conversation. How many people are you talking to a day? How many meetings are more meetings equals more money? Come on now. We talk about activity. We got to have the right conversation, though. I don't want to sit down with just anybody and just be shooting the breeze. I don't have time to shoot the breeze. My, my, my conversations lead to partnerships. My conversations lead to new rooms, new environments, new business structure. This whole week, uh, it's just been partnerships after partnerships after partnerships. Everybody ready to link up. I got meetings, I got meetings set up for next week, partnerships. Hey, I see you guys are doing that. Uh, uh, I want to see how we can work together. Hey, man, I see you making a lot of success. I want to see how we can work together. Hey, bro, when you get some time, call me. I want to see how we can work together. Hey, man, listen, I got this going on here. I want to. I want to. We can work together. It's all I hear nowadays. It's conversation. Conversation is the new collaboration. Come on, now, talk to me. We're not competing. We're collabing. 
entrepreneurs are linking up. I don't. I, I'm not trying to be the best. I just want to be different. I don't want to be the best. I just want to be different. I just want to dominate, though. I don't see competition, so I'm having the most conversations. I tell my team all the time. We had a brother in the office yesterday. He said, "T, I want to do. I want to do two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the next seventy-five days." I said, "You got to have a lot of conversations." <laughs> D on the couch laughing at me. Yeah, not say that, babe. I said, "Listen, before you walk out this door," he said, "T, I got. I want to make two hundred fifty k. What I got to do? I told you thirty sixty days ago. I need help my sales. I'm ready to roll now. I got my real estate license." I said, "P." You got to have more conversations. I said, the next time you sit down with me, you got to have a hundred name list. I need to know who you're going to talk to. These are the people you want to go after. These are the people that you're looking for. You got to have a target audience who you're going to have conversations with. Every day, I'm just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, building up the conversations. So number two, after you locked in on your content, how many conversations are you having today? So you got to get out of this space. I'm, you don't. You go. You go places. You don't speak. People invite you out. They forget you there. <laughs> you behind the scenes. You an introvert on your birth certificate. Say introvert. Like I, I really want to see y'all birth certificate. I, I joke about this all the time. Like next time somebody say I'm an introvert, I'm gonna take them to the hospital. I'm gonna say, man, how long? How long have you been dealing with? That? <laughs> Hey, Coach, I'm an introvert. Damn, I'm so sorry. Was that passed down? Is that hereditary? King, what do you take for that? Is it over a counter? Introvert is just something you made up to stay in your comfort zone because you don't want to have no conversations. You're afraid that people are going to talk about you. But you got to understand you got to get attention. Right? I told you guys that. Um, well, I, and I showed you with my brother. It's so funny. Because it's real life. You know, you know, right, I don't, it don't take me long to prepare for these calls because it's real life. I can go, like, listen to me. I'm really living what I'm telling y'all. Listen to me, like, I got this pink button up. And I don't care. I, don't, I never got seasons and fall colors. And I don't care about none of that. I don't, I don't care. I walked in to get my suit tailored a couple of weeks ago, and I picked out some brightest colors ever. And the first thing I told Mike, I said, Mike, I need a, I need all attention, bro. He looked at me like, what do you mean? I just I just forget it. I'm going to pick my own stuff up. But me and my brother was walking downtown the other day, and um, this lady stopped me, and it's of a different ethnicity. You know, and, you, and it's big when they speak to you, like, you know, I, I love all our people. But this, 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 this lady stopped me. She said, I love this outfit. I had like a pink button-up on, maroon slacks, white show, like white shell tops, Adidas. Like it's just like I I I be get soon to booted and I have some nice professional gym shoes on. But it's different. And people stop me like I love this outfit. I go in a restaurant, suit and booted, tailored up, nice gym shoes, and people stop me. I love this trip. I got to get attention, right? I'm telling my brothers. My brother sat down, he came over, the first meeting, he came over with jogging pants and gym shoes. And before he walked out, I said, yeah, don't dress like this no more. <laughs> I said, I told him, I said, yeah, tomorrow uh, when you pull up, you need to have this on. Came through clean, suited, and booted. 
The next day after that, I ain't had to say it no more. He came through, suited and booted, putting it on every day. Here's the thing. When you lead by example, I want it, I want because it's conversation. Our conversations is different. I told you guys the other day, I sat down with a brother that wanted to do $4 million in the next 70-some days. The conversations is, come on now, is different. So you got to have multiple conversations a day. Sometimes I just go through social media and I inbox people just to start a conversation. How are you? You good? How are things been? Perfect. A seed's been sold. Hey, listen, those conversations are going to lead to dinner. And then the dinner is going to lead to a sit-down with business. And then the business is going to lead to partnership. And then the partnership is going to lead to income. And then the income is going to lead to equity. And the equity is going to lead to long-term generational wealth. But if you never start the conversation, we can't talk about generational wealth. How many conversations are you having every day? Are you doing the work? Listen to me. The, the person that's going to change your life, you walk past them every single day. Because you don't speak. Because, I mean, they got some resources, they got some people, and you walk past them every single day. You're not having enough conversations. Number three. Number one, you got to get your content game up. Number two, you got to start speaking more. Come on now with these conversations. Number three, you got to have some more phone calls. Listen to me, I got to be on the phone all day. You know why I love the phone? It's because I can get to people fast. You know why I love cars? It's because I can get to my people fast. Like, listen to me. Did you know that the fastest way to get to customers and clients is just calling them? Listen to me, I'm not saying content is not wrong. You got to put the content up, but did you know that you can go on your phone and you can just call somebody like right now. Like, you know, the fast, like, listen, you want to, you, you want the success in the next seven days, right? So while you're building up the content, guess what you should be doing every day? Picking up the phone and having a conversation. The phone is the fastest way to a deal. And you already got thousands of people in your phone, but they don't even know what you do for a living. So guess what? And some people not on social media. So, so then what? So you should make a list and you should call everybody on your phone and say, hey, I sell, I sell, I'm a caterer. When did you get into that? Um, I just started today. Perfect. I was talking to my brother last night in the office. He walked out and said, man, teach me how to sell. I said, what you got? I just got my realtor's license. But I ain't, I ain't said that online. I said, why would you do that? Why you ain't, what? So my brother, he had always brought his property didn't post it, didn't share nothing about it. Then studied and got his realtor's exam. Then shared, didn't post nothing about it. I'm like, so, hmm, when do you, when do you plan on letting people know you're a realtor? <laughs> like, you got the license. When do you plan on promoting? He said, I didn't think about it that way. I said, first off, you should have been promoting that you was a realtor before you even took the test. Like, you had a property before you even became a realtor. I would have been starting a conversation online about real estate and my, my value with real estate. I've already purchased my own investment property. I would have been online talking I'm super excited to help everybody get in the game. Because listen to me, I, don't, I wouldn't be planning on selling a real estate exam. Are you with me? Like, I, like if I'm about to become a realtor, I'm not, I don't plan on selling at 
taking the exam. So I'd have been online popping my stuff already. Hey, listen, man, what I was able to do to get into the real estate game, boom, 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 this is how I got my first investment property. <clears throat> if you're looking to get into the game, drop a one in the comments. Okay? 30 people dropped a one. I got 30 leads who are looking to get into real estate. Why in the hell would I be waiting to take a test, pass the test, to let people know I'm about to get in real estate? When you have to build up the demand for what you want. The problem is you guys go out to the supply before you get the demand. <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I first got into <laughs> when I first got into entrepreneurship, I never forget. I was selling hair, right? And I remember this girl I was about to take out. D in here, y'all. So if I don't make it through this call, y'all know why. So listen to me. <laughs> I was um I was taking this girl out, and this guy pulled up on us, and I never forget he popped the trunk, and she said, "Hold on, T. Before we go out, let me grab some real quick." And I'm like, "You rude! Like I'm here to pick her up. He pulled up the same time, and I'm like, damn, you a player? Like that's how you coming? Like you about to?" Are you about to pick and choose who got who wrote, who got the better car? Who about to? And I'm 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 about to get in my feelings in a minute. And my man's hop out, pumps the trunk, and grabs a black plastic bag with three bundles of hair in it. Gives it to her. I see her go on her purse, and I see her pull out a wad. I'm like, what the is happening right now? This had to be about this is about ten years ago. I think when we were just getting popping popping. So I see her do this, and I asked her, and she said, hey, I'm about to run this back into the house real quick. Give me one second. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, uh, what is that? Because I'm nosy now. Like, I'm, I know you ain't just, I don't smell the weed. Like, I don't smell nothing that, that's loud. I don't, there wasn't no alcohol. We about to go out for drinks. I'm like, what was that? She said, oh, I just bought some hair. I got to get my hair. I'm getting my hair redone tomorrow. And I'm like, what you, you bought some hair. Can I see it? She showed it to me, and it's three bundles of hair. What I knew back then, I didn't know it. It was a 14-inch, 16-inch, and an 18-inch. <laughs> and I said, if you don't mind me asking, how much you spend for that? And she said, that's my plug. This is a different type of hair. Some of the best hair. I just spent $450 for it. And I said, I said, wait a minute. And then my man, he just dropped it off, and, he was just looking like the life was lit. He just hopped right back in the car and peeled off. I'm like, wait a minute. You mean tell me he just sold you some hair for four fifty? And my second question was, how often do you buy? <laughs> Look, I want I want to know on the spot. She didn't even get to take the hair in the house. I'm touching it. I'm looking at it. I'm feeling it on it. I said, you put this in. She said, yeah, I put this in. And I said, you spent four fifty for this? I said, yeah. How often do you spend it? It depends on how good, how, what type of styles I want and all this stuff. And I said, she said, maybe I might keep it for 45 days and I might go buy some more. I said, wait a minute. In my mind, I'm like, okay. I said, okay. So I realized it started capping in my head. I said, damn, 450 for this? What if I had 10 women paying me 450 for this? That's 4,500 every 45 days. Went online, found me a vendor, and before I built up the demand, I just started buying hair, started testing it out. We went online, me and my homie, and said, man, I don't know how this is going to work, but they spending money on it, bro. 
And we went out and we spent like our first order was like fifteen hundred. We put up seven fifty. We bought some hair, got it. I think I gave it to like one of my homegirls. She tried it. She said, "This is terrible." I said, "Terrible!" Like people can go back. Cause now I'm thinking about I'm about to take a loss. She said, "This is terrible. Don't don't sell this to nobody. You gonna you gonna get flat. You gonna get some. You gonna you gonna get you gonna, like then you gonna hear it. I ain't no women like that. The hair game was not a game. Like women don't play about this hair. So that was fifteen hundred down the drain. So we went out. We spent another three bands, three thousand dollars, and got some more hair. It came in. She was like, "This ain't it either." I'm like, "You know what? You know what, man? This is not what I'm about to do." So we threw the we out the door. We out the door about forty five hundred. And so I just said, "Forget this. Let me uh, let me let me try it a different way." So I went out and I bought one bun. I bought a couple bundles. Maybe spent a hundred dollars for it. And I went to a stylist instead. Like my homegirl, she just wore the hair. She didn't do the hair. So I went to a stylist and I said, hey, try this hair. She put the curling eyes on it, tried it with heat, see how it will hold up, see the silkiness, let it, she laid it and fried it, dyed it, blow dried it. A week later, she was like, oh, this is lit. Where you get this from? I need to put an order in. I said, perfect, but I didn't give it to her yet. I went out there and started building up the demand. I started going into the marketplace. I started looking at other people's prices. And then I start charging more. I said, hey, start going on social media. Hey, tag all your hair stylists in the city. So I need to know who, who was the plug, who I need to push it through, who didn't have hair. Then I start looking at influencers, women with 10,000 followers. Who can I get behind? Who can I get some free hair to? So I start meeting with him behind the doors. Hey, I want you to brand this. Hey. I'll wholesale you this if you sell it to your clients. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, can we collab? Same thing is happening today. Hey, I want to work with you. Hey, can we collab? Can we do this? I'll start having conversations. I'll start creating content. I'll start making phone calls. Hello? Listen to me, gang. Listen to me, CEOs. I'll start creating content. Hey, we got some silky this. We got this in. This is dropped. New shipping on the way. We got some of the dopest hair. Look at our client. She looks good with the 16-inch. Then I start making conversations. Hey, I'm looking for some wholesalers. Can we have lunch? I want to take you out. Are you a stylist? How many people do you do hair? You got 100 clients. Here's what I can give it to you for. Start having conversations. Start making phone calls. Hey, you an influencer. I see you got 10,000 people that's following you. I see you got a big female audience. Can we sit down and talk about this distribution? Start building a big old demand for it. Then I went back. And I dropped a bag on the hair. But Coach didn't have no systems back then. I ain't know about no systems, man. Hustling. Ten years ago. I wanted to hustle. I didn't want to prosper. So without systems, I could never scale. Didn't have, didn't know the, I don't think it's virtual assistants back then. Didn't have the right team. Bundles was coming in and, you know, some bundles are always hit and, you had to deal with this and deal with that, and women had to start picking up and dropping off, and I said, you know what? This ain't my thing. I'm going to go ahead and turn this over. But how did, I get it, how did I get it bumping? How did I get it bumping? Through phone calls, conversations, content. 
Now the number four thing I want to talk. I built up. I built up this the band. I reversed it. Built up the demand for it and then supplied it. I'm not about to go supply and then hope there's a demand for it. What nobody? What nobody want to buy no hell? Now I'm out of five thousand, ten thousand dollars. I can't do it. It won't be me. I ain't about to be sitting on no product. Some of us got a trunk full of stuff, gadgets and gadgets, and we sold products and. We got more products in our closet and our cabinets than we got to do in our bank account. I ain't got time for that. Where's the demand? Number four, your calendar. Your calendar is your boss. Like, uh, I'm, I, I got stuff in the calendar for next week. Next, Listen, my time is already taken for next week. It's, it's Friday, but my commitment already is already in stone in my calendar. That means I'm already, I'm intentional about how much I want to make next week. My calendar is telling me, right? Listen to me. Your calendar right now is telling you how much money you're going to make next week. And if there's nobody in your calendar, guess what? You don't plan on making no money next week other than your job. But if you're an entrepreneur right now and you ain't got no clients booked for next week, well, don't. it's not a rocket scientist that's going to tell you that you ain't got no money coming. It's like, listen, it's just that simple, y'all. Like, this is basic success. If it's not in your calendar, there's nothing happening. Listen, if I was to sit down with you right now and look at your calendar, I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't making no phone calls, you ain't having no conversations, and I know for sure you ain't putting no content up. I could just look at your calendar and know how much. Listen to me. If you show me your calendar for this year, I can guesstimate down to the dollar how much you got in your bank account right now. Listen to them, I can't make this up. If I sit down and look at your calendar right now, I can tell you to the T, to the T, I might be two, three dollars off about what's in your bank account right now. And I can really listen to me, if there's nothing in your calendar, I'm really gonna know what type of savings account you got. If there's nothing in your calendar, I'm really gonna know what type of investments you got going on right now. If it's nothing in your calendar, I can really know where you're going to be at the next year or so. Time. All your calendar is telling you is how you are steward of your time. Are y'all with me? Listen to me. I, I told you guys today, I won't be sending out the text messages next week. So if you don't put it in your calendar and you don't set your alarms, your awareness may go down. Listen to me. I want you all to get this. If you don't put it in your calendar, if you don't set your alarms, your awareness is going to go down, and I'm going to be able to tell you exactly what's happening. You may forget this call. See, I did it I did it for so long just so you can know that, hey, this is happening every day. Now it should be a habit that every morning coaches turned up for an hour. Every morning. And every morning you have to program your time. You have to set some time aside. If you've been taking notes every morning, you really have to get up at a certain time, get on the call, and get prepared yourself for the notes. So what is your time telling you next week? What is your time telling you today? I gotta be I gotta be at seven minutes. I gotta walk out the door and go to the gym. Why? Because I gotta go right to a meeting at eleven. Why? Because I gotta meet at one o'clock. Why? Because I got a business dinner at six. And between those times I gotta talk to hundreds of people. Okay, I'm exaggerating. Maybe 20 people. 
maybe 20 people, not 100 people today. Right? So between meetings, I got a call. I'm on the phone on the way to the meeting. Listen to me. If I take an Uber, I'm on the phone on the way to a meeting. Or I'm posting content on the way to the meeting. This is why I need a driver. This is why y'all, I don't want to drive, man. Because if, if I'm driving, I can't talk like I want to. I can't, I can't get on the phone like I want to. And I can't create content like I really want to. Because I got I to gotta will it. So, actually, so how is my calendar looking for next week? I talked to one of my one of my homegirls. She's in finance. She's actually going to speak to the community in November. And she said, hey, T, I want to launch something with you, but we can't do it to February. <laughs> she, said, she said, yeah, these next 75 days, I'm pretty much booked up every day. And so it's January because I'm launching something. But, but February, I want to do this with you. And I'm like, February what? She's like, end of February. I'm like, okay, let's do it. But see, real, real, real entrepreneurs, real, real people that are serious about their business, big corporate companies, Apple. Listen to me. Do y'all, do y'all think Apple know what they're going to do next week? Serious question. Do you think Apple know exactly what they're going to do next 75 days? What about Jeff Bezos and Amazon? You think they got January planned out, February? Do you think a trillion-dollar company has maybe the next five years planned out, ten? They probably down some. They probably down the road twenty years. Like they probably got, they probably got twenty years worth of planning. Because like I, I don't know what's that, what's out the trillion. Like is there is there something out the trillion dollar? I don't I don't know. But I can tell you the bag is in your planning. Now here's the thing. Here's the most important thing. This is the last thing you got to do when you when you want to turn your business up. You got to follow up with people. So many people hit my cap. So many. So many people hit my calendar, right? So much activity is happening. So many meetings is happening that I got to follow up with people. So many conversations, so many seeds are planting. Farmers have to follow up with their harvest. So after they plant the seed, they don't wait. They don't wait to harvest time. They go back out there and they check it and they and they. They 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 sow into it and make sure it's good and make sure the sun hitting and they water it and and they feed the soil and they they put the manure on it to get vitamins in the soil and they come back the next day and they plow it again and make sure it's dug up right and make sure it's doing that then they harvest some. You gotta have some follow up, man. Some of y'all have talked to so many people that want to give y'all some money, but you never followed up with them. <laughs> they forgot that you got it, and you forgot that you spoken to them. You got so many deals that went unclosed because you didn't follow up. They needed more information. You didn't give it to them. They needed a second look, and you didn't give a second look. They needed more information and details, and they needed more questions answered, and they needed something physical in their hand, and, but then you didn't have the website, and then they needed, they needed about seven looks, and you stopped at one. Most people don't buy until the seventh time. But you pitch it one time, they say, I'm not ready, and you take it personal, come on social media and say, nobody's supporting my business. Hey, did you even follow up this week? Listen to me. Before we go online and throw a tantrum, did you follow up with these people? Did you spin the block and say, hey, just wanted to follow up with you. Were you still in the market for 
hair? Were you still in the market for your house being clean or whatever product or service you have? How, like on a one to ten right now, this is self-awareness. How was your follow-up game? Hmm? On a scale of one to ten, do you need to do better at following up? Tapping in with people. Or, listen, on one to ten, how is your content posting? On a one to ten, how is your phone calls? On a one to ten, have you got through your list? On a scale of one to ten, have you got through your list? Because I'm telling you why. Why you make, um, listen to me, I'm telling you why you make what you make. On, listen to me, on a 1 to 10, if your phone call is like a 1 to 2, I'm telling you why you make what you make. We're posting content, consistency, frequency, value. If you're, if you're a 2 on content, I'm telling you why you make what you make. Your follow-up, if you like a 1 and 2 on follow-up, I'm telling you why you make what you make. Listen to me. If you're in Chicago, I want to look at your business. And I want to help you do these things more. If you're in Chicago, I want you to text me after this call or get in my calendar, go into the startupceo.biz, and no matter what type of, I'm going to put that on social media today. I want to know what type of business you have. And I want to go through this process with you. If you got some time for me, I want to take time out for you to make sure you're going through. I, want, I need to know what this looks like. I need to know what type of business you have. If you're in Chicago, so if I'm, the reason why I'm saying Chicago is because I don't want to do this over no phone, man. I'm not trying to get on Zoom with you. I'm trying to get in your face. Yeah, I got to get in your face, man. I'm not trying to get on no Zoom with you. No, uh-uh, don't run for me. Your camera ain't even on. <laughs> not trying to get over the phone. I need you to look you straight in the eye and say, let's turn it up. Let's get it. So if you're in Chicago, text me. Inbox me on social media. If we need to get together so we can go what we just talked about today, let's do it. So what I want to tell you guys is happy Freedom Friday, Finance Friday, Get to the Bag, Fantastic Friday. Guys, I love you guys. Hope you enjoyed today. Make sure you set your alarms for Monday. Listen to me. Set your alarms for Monday. Through Friday, just a recurring alarm. It's going to take you 30 seconds just to set a recurring alarm for Monday through Friday for 725. I see you guys have an amazing weekend. Love you guys.